0: All right, well, we welcome you to the Going Places podcast again, and uh, we're super excited for this week. We got uh, our good friends from the podcast, Tattoos and Jesus, who just recently celebrated their 100th episode, uh, Josh Morton and the Reverend Dr. Morty Height. What's going on, guys? Nothing, man. Yeah. With your official Tattoos and Jesus coffee cup you're drinking out of. That's right.
1: I always got the merch drop.
0: Yeah, I love it. So, just had a hundredth episode. What do y'all think? I think it's been a long time. It felt like it. I mean, it was good. It was good. Episode 100. If you want to know what we actually thought about the episode, we just talked about it the whole time. So, we talked about episode 100 for yeah. fifty minutes, but I don't know that. It would be my uh, go-to episode to point people to. We were lacking any major inspiration for it, but so was yeah. life. You know, I'm surprised y'all didn't have any guests. I didn't yeah, know if y'all were going to have well, anyone come out. Or... To,
1: to be fair, we tried. So there is, I'm not going to call any name or anything, but there is a, a local person that I have been in contact
0: with trying to get on who is a bigger name. And he's like, yeah, let me get back to you on some time. And you know, I like, haven't heard anything. And so I get there, that boy, like, We've been really busy, so it's not like we've been like pounding the pavement. But there were some efforts. that fell flat, and so it's kind of like, uh, what do we do? Yeah, I get that. I think a lot of times when you're trying to schedule someone, it's like you both have to be on the same page with a lot of it.
2: Yeah.
0: And I think, I don't know, that's that's something I've, you know, had difficulties with. Hey, Oh no, I just got this thing where, like, I don't really know what it is, but it's like third dimensional. So, like, whether I go this way, it follows me that way.
1: Uh, you have a camera that follows
0: you? I mean, not everywhere, uh, but you know. Are you even
1: a real person, or is this AI
0: or <laughs> What do y'all think You're about really that? Since uh, we last talked, you have a camera that follows your movements, and last time you didn't even have a microphone, so. Oh yeah. You're doing I tell you what, we're, we're going up. We've actually we've had the last several episodes have been pretty stellar. I've enjoyed it. Awesome. But yeah.
1: You uh you keeping up with these NBA
0: playoffs? Oh yeah. Sadly, I'm a Celtics fan. I about cried my eyes out last night.
1: Listen, it didn't look like the Celtics had a, like from play one. Tatum sprains his ankle. Yeah. Game
0: over. Yeah, I was very upset because I mean at that point, what do you? What's the point of coming back three games if you're just going to lose the fourth one?
2: Yeah, that's pretty disheartening. But yeah, uh, do you think Tatum's injury was the momentum shift
0: of the game, or do you think that he just showed up with a more killer mindset? Well, you definitely started off on the long foot with that kind of stuff. I mean, if you get—I mean, Literally. he's probably the best. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I mean, if you just have the best play, on, one, one of the best players on the team, playing the ankle in the false play, you can't expect the rest of the game to go well. But at the same time, I think yeah. that he—I think they were just hungry last night because they, you know. So they brought their A-game. And look, I like the Heat. I like Jimmy Butler. But I was very upset. Plus, I just got my Jalen Brown jersey like two weeks ago. So, wow. Well,
3: they were talking about him uh, possibly being shipped off. So you might
0: want to get another one. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not even entertaining that. I mean, I hope. I'm, I'm, Yeah. It's awful because I just got into it like a year ago. Tell
1: me. I have two questions here. I was going to ask these jokes, to Josh later so now I can get y'all's opinion. Who has the advantage? The Nuggets have had, like, a week off. And so they've got a lot of rest, but almost too much. Who has the advantage
0: going into the finals? The team who goes eight games or seven games, whatever they went seven games, or the Nuggets having, like, a a week-and-a-half rest by the time it starts? I think the Nuggets, I think the Nuggets are going to win not just because they're the better team, but at the same time, they've had so much rest that they've really been able to prevail. Now, if they've just been sitting on the couch playing video games for the last week and, you know, eating cookies, then probably not. But I think they have a, I think, I think that's going to end up helping them. Because think about it, the Heat's probably going to be tiled. They'll tiled and worn out. So I think they get, the first game's what, tomorrow night? So at that point, Is it? yeah, it's tomorrow night at like 8.30. So they got, the Heat get 12. 20- Exactly. It's kind of unfair in a way, I think. Josh, what do you got? Who got on the finals? Uh, the Nuggets. I thought the Nuggets would win once the Kings were knocked out. I originally had the Kings. I so saw this morning. I was at the gym. Sports Center was putting up betting odds, and it's in favor of the Heat. I think. No. 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 Did
1: I
3: no. A, read that wrong?
0: Yeah, you had that wrong. Well.
3: Uh, the Nuggets are favorite.
0: So yeah. I
2: need
3: to put my money on the heat because nobody
2: thinks they're going to win? Yeah. Well, if you were so a gambling man. man. betting was like
3: minus. I just had a story on them. Like minus 400 yeah. or something. Yeah, that's what I saw. Which is like... Yeah, you want, you put down
0: $10 and you win $40. Like it's, it's yeah. $40. Yeah, if I was a gambling man, I'd put it uh, on the Nuggies. The Nuggies dogs, the dogs are probably pretty good. Now, I mean, but the Celtics, they knocked out the Bucks. Brandon Giannis was hurt. I mean, they knocked out the Knicks, which was not great. They knocked out the Celtics. I mean, they keep showing up. Jimmy's just... Jimmy's good. He's a different, he's a different breed. I love watching him play. Okay. Uh, one thing that people get on to me about this, but I think it's really cool. It makes me enjoy sports more. If I like the player off the field or off the court, I like them more as a player. And Jimmy Butler's one of those players that I love off the court. Like, he's just a really cool person. and has a lot of different interests. So... I watched you know, I actually watched a podcast of him the other week and he was just so cool. It almost made me feel bad that I was hoping he gets destroyed. I um I'm I'm actually with you on that.
1: I will pull for pull for teams solely based on the personalities of the players. Yep. Which is hard because Joker's kinda lovable.
0: Yeah, totally. Okay, so me and Josh got nugs. You got heat. You're being yeah. different. Okay, I think you have a good shot at that. I wouldn't be surprised if you were right. It's at least 50-50 because there's only two teams playing it. Well, <laughs> you know, the law of mathematics. They but, said uh, Tyler Hero could come back.
3: I was, that's what I was looking at. We're really? going gang three.
0: Yeah, what I wouldn't be surprised. Up? What did he have? I don't know. He's been out for he broke something. He did any of the playoffs. I think he yeah, had, looking yeah. looking at him coming back. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I read that where he might—he's another player I like. The thing that frustrated me most about this whole season was that the way they just file like great coaches at the drop of a hat. That I found that frustrating. Yeah. Or,
1: uh, you thought uh, Sixers should have given Doc Rivers another year?
0: Well, I mean, he's like—he's been around for a while, so I mean. But, I mean, they made a great run. They almost won the series and went to the Eastern Conference Finals. So at that point, if you're just going to fire them just for the heck of it, just because they didn't go all the way, that's kind of dumb because they could rebuild. rebuild. They have a good team. They could come back and do the same thing, if not even better. Same thing with the Suns. The Suns have a great team. They went to the finals last year. They filed their head coach. Bucks won the finals the year before lasting over the Suns. They filed their head coach. They were the number one seed consistently throughout the season but they filed their coach that's not you know you gotta you know i feel like that's disrespectful in a way yeah i don't really understand it as far as the Bucks, the Suns, uh the Bucks, though like you kind of built that a little bit after the only thing i can kind of see and they'll never
3: come out no. Should, he should be the coach. Like if they say something to the owner or the management, then he's gonna listen to Giannis before
0: he listens to the coach. Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, I would probably do the same thing in that case. But yeah, you're probably right there. I didn't know that you guys were even NBA guys.
1: I like the playoffs of any sport.
0: Okay. And so, anytime
1: the playoffs start, I all of a sudden become like fixated on watching it. Like right now, college girls softball. Okay. We're about, we're about there. And, well, my wife's a softball coach, yeah.
0: so I got sucked into it. But now, all of a sudden, my like Clemson, they got, I didn't even know. like I didn't even know they had a softball team, but they just got eliminated and I crushed Yeah. Just because I got sucked in for like a week and a half. I know. I watched... fan uh, fan. That's how... I mean, I, I can be that way a little bit sometimes. I watched uh, part of the game. I was at uh, Wings, et cetera, the other night. They had that on the screen. And at first I was like, what even is that? And then I saw it close to and I was like, oh, it's like college softball. Which, you know, is great. Yeah. But I've always, you know, now it's kind of a real time for sports because really the only big sport that's going to be playing now is baseball. Yeah. Which, if you like baseball, is cool. But at the same time, you're going to have like, you know, college women's hockey. I watched college women's hockey the other day and I was just like, what? I'm, no, yeah, not college women's class. hockey, lacrosse. I'm sorry, lacrosse. Yeah, you start getting sucked into things that it's kind of like, I don't really care about baseball, but I love college baseball because South Carolina produced the first ever national championship for me. Yeah. uh, That I could watch anyways.
3: And so the regional starts this weekend. You got Clemson, you got Coastal, and you got South Carolina all hosting. You got Clemson and Coastal hosting, hosting super regionals. Like It's just college baseball gets fun. Uh, when the regionals and super regionals and the World Series starts and um, I'll go ahead and call it on your podcast. Alright, hear me out. If South Carolina goes to Omaha, I'm
0: going. Alright, that's I'm been going. documented. That's been documented. i going. Me and my brother-in-law is there already planned it out.
2: Like, I've already, I put in for it like a month ago. Good. And we were good. But, uh, if they don't go, I'll just go to the beach. But, <laughs> the plan is: is if we go to
0: Omaha, we are driving up there and watching them play. Twelve-hour cool drive. You're gonna drive to Nebraska? Yeah. A whole way. But we're gonna we we're, we're taking a ride where we're stopping in Chicago, visiting Chicago. My brother, my brother-in-law has this thing where he wants to visit certain states before forty before forty, I think is what he wants to do. Oh wow. And he's hit Maine and like Boston. It's something like two days before we're supposed to be leaving. And so that would knock out like nine states, I think is what he was looking at off his list. So we'll see what happens. I don't think I don't even know we'll make it out overreachable, but Yeah, well we'll see. I mean when is that gonna be June, July? So that'll be your final two teams. So the next three week, three weekends will be nothing but college baseball. Okay, and then after that, you'll decide if you go there or not. Yeah. Okay, I feel like your brother-in-law might be mad if if they don't go because he's already planning to knock out some states for it.
3: Nah, he'll be alright. He's he's coming back from a trip from like Maine and Boston
0: like two days before. Oh Uh, wow! So I want to go.
3: He'll be fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He'll be be alright. So, I got a couple, uh, you know, one thing that's cool about listening to your podcast, it's a good podcast, but it's even better because I know y'all, so, like, I can, like, know some of the behind-the-scenes stuff sometimes. So, when I hear a story, it's like, I want to ask them about that because I feel like I need more details. Oh, there goes the camera. camera. What oh, gosh, what is this? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have what? You have beef? Oh, yeah, probably. I haven't touched that in, like, five years, but, yeah. I'd be saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I know you'd build sandcastles. Yeah. Okay, we all it. But, uh, yeah, so, you had this story. First of all, I love the prom episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just, I can understand why your son thought you were talking about, like, the last prom you did. Because the way yeah. you told it, I was kind of thinking that. But, you know, you talk
1: about my as
0: an adult at a high school prom. Yeah, and I was just like, I don't think that's, I think that's going too far. Yeah, so was there like a, because you talk about going to a Christian school. They they didn't call it prom because prom was too, I guess, worldly or had too much of a connotation to it. Yeah, too liberal. Yeah, that liberal prom. That, was that, do you think that added a little bit more angst around it? That you felt like you had to act out a little bit more around it?
1: With you no because i enjoy the good opportunity to be ridiculous
0: yeah so i don't think that i mean looking back i could try to make a stretch i didn't know any different yeah
2: but i didn't i hadn't like went to a public school and then went to a christian school and been like this is this is ridiculous it's all i ever done. yeah so to, it was pretty normal so I don't
0: think so. But for some of my friends, yes. Because I Cause could like, see that. My friends. But like, I knew some guys that showed up buzzed, which I think is universally true. Like It's universally
2: yeah. true. People show up prom and they've been drinking or whatever. However, like, I remember them talking about – like I think they felt like they were getting it over
1: on the, the administration by sneaking alcohol into the junior. So for some people, I, do, I think your point is true. I think I just saw an opportunity to be funny.
0: More than anything. See, that's how I would be, because, like, I'm really not like that in the sense that, like, if I'm going to do something, like, I do stupid stuff, and I'll cut up a lot, but it's usually just for the sake of the moment. I'm not doing it with some meaning behind it, but yeah. I see where you're coming from, because, you know, I've never been to public school. I went to Christian school from uh, kindergarten to sixth grade, and then I've been homeschooled since then, but I'm very, like, involved in public school, and, like, like socially, I mean, so yeah. I kind of get, like, a little tilt of it sometimes. Yeah, it was, I don't know, looking back, it was kind of strange. I feel like Christian school does weird things. Very, very, very. Like, like, because I've seen this, and I I think I mentioned this on the podcast, like the leader of the school is called the headmaster. Yeah.
1: And I've heard that at numerous Christian schools. Yeah. And so I I don't think it was just mine, That it's like, this is the headmaster. And like even since I was a teenager, like and to this day, for twenty years, I'm like,
0: going fast. That's the most Nazi sounding thing. I know ever. it is like very just you know authoritarian. Like, I feel like we need to like salute this. <laughs> yeah, get that head back. you walk in the room, everyone stands up, and you know says something. Right. Well, but when what's I was would... just
1: administrator or
0: something. Well, I think it's the whole thing, and you know this might sound like I'm cri- being critical. I'm not. But I think a lot of it has to do with they want to just be and sound so different from public school that they maybe do it when it's not necessary sometimes. Because, like, we called it, they called it at uh, the school I went to, they called it the director. And if I said the principal, they would correct you? Like, it's the director.
1: Well, we had principals under the headmaster.
0: Okay, so the headmaster was like the the top G. Ah, uh, okay. So the headmaster was like the head of academia for the entirety of that school. Okay, I got you. So it's kind of like you have the uh president, it's like in college you have like the president, but then you have like the professors yeah. of course, and then you have the like dean that, of the different the dean, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: All
0: right. Very good, yeah, good example. Okay, that makes sense. But Josh, you must have had like a totally different experience with that going to public school.
3: Yeah, Gapney High.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, you talk about, yeah. you know. Yeah, there's no
3: headmasters at Gaffney
0: High School.
2: That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, public school. Like, yeah, pretty much. I know, five, yeah, hours, but, yeah, like I don't, I don't even know what's going on right now. <laughs> like, oh, like or something. <laughs> uh, Bye. sense of just like school life but yeah i mean i did public school i did all of them well not one of them's not around anymore but i
0: on central grenard and jaffney so we yeah. were actually grenard together and then uh jaffney obviously were there together but i mean it was and me and my friends talk about this all the time everybody has a different experience yeah public, totally public school
3: schools in general everybody has a different experience
2: i i love public high school yeah, I love school. I love high school. I love middle school. I love elementary school. Like I still got all my friends from there. Like I loved. It. I love this. I love. This, I guess the school system in general, but a lot of people hate it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just think it's like, I guess it just depends on your, like your experience, your friends, like what what school you went to. Like, there's a lot of factors in it. Um, but you know, I I loved. It. I thought it was. I thought it was. online going, and this is not like a. This is just an honest opinion, I guess. But like, being out of public school sounds like terrible. Because yeah. I love being around a lot of people, or going to a small private school would like. I feel like would limit like what I experience. Now, all, all my experiences—it's a butterfly. If all, yeah. i was gonna say, if all my experience, But not all my experience were great. Like, yeah. I mean, you get a, you definitely get experiences. That you wish maybe you wouldn't have, but there's still experiences, in, in nonetheless, you a difference that you were an elite school
3: athlete. An elite is a very, very strong term, and <laughs> I quit my third year, yeah, uh, because apparently I was this thing called Christian and it rubbed
2: my coast the wrong way. So, um, but I, wait, what? Uh, I was. I was elite athlete. Now, Jordan, on the other hand, that
0: man was the best backup center I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Uh, He could have uh, started. He should have. I mean, he's,
3: uh, I paid it up for him numerous times, and he never got in, so
0: you're welcome, Jordan. I actually shaved his number in the back of my head. Wow. 62 um, in the back of your head? I had, I had, I had it, when we did it with nose trimmers. I, I told you the story. It said, shave. Six two, like we shaved it on the back of my head for the game. That's adorable. And people would ask me what it meant, and he didn't get in. So the next week, I told everybody it meant Jesus Christ. But what about um, the six two? I just, I told you. yeah, I just, I just rolled with it. I had the Bible verse. Oh, okay. Uh, That's hilarious. Cause I knew that, like. You know, and I think I think you're exactly right with what you're saying about experience. It, it totally it has, like, because that's all you knew and that's all Morty knew, Morty probably thought that his might have been the best, or maybe he didn't. But for you, that's all you had. And I think it, a lot of times it has to do with your specific experience or your specific school. Like, at Blacksburg, I know a lot of people. I think, you know, it's, you know, decent. Like, I, I go over there a lot for a lot of different stuff, and I don't love it. Like, I, I do know. It's just... But at the same time, I think it. I think it has pros and cons. I think it provided you with good tools for your life. But maybe Marty might have had, you know, something totally different. And I know I certainly did. But I think. I think it's very different, especially where we live. You know, that public school may not be the best example for the public school system as a whole. A lot of times, too. Yeah. Well,
3: you said it kind of depends on. So, like education, sometimes is sacrifice for social development i guess you could say like i obviously i didn't take school as serious as so probably i should have maybe but um you know it just depends on what you get out of school like you you have freedom to kind of like develop your education and do a podcast and do all these things whereas like i was in school like yeah, yeah. so you In certain areas and so it just depends on what you feel but i think you do a good balance of making sure everything is well-rounded in the sense of social development personal
0: development and then just educational development like you you seem to be doing well in advancing all three of those and so sometimes you'll get all three of those in yeah absolutely i think it's all a balance promise, yes. oh definitely i think that, i think it's all a balance and you know like for me Like, all my friends that are in public school, it's like, I've been out. My last day of school was April 24th. So, like, I'll be like, hey, man, what have you been doing? And I'll just be like, just school. Yeah. But, no, I think I do do a good job of that. I think, you know, that is a big part of it. Because, but I also think my outlook on it has a lot to do with it. I'm very, you know, okay, for this period of time, I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to focus on this. And, you know, with it being summer, it's a lot easier for me to do that and focus on other stuff because school isn't a factor right now. But I think even when it is, it's just balancing all of that is, you know, very important. The first thing is makes a huge difference. I mean, there's no one-size-fits-all for anybody. Not at all. That's if you're
1: driven, and you're willing to work hard.
2: this is not your
0: friend. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with that absolutely. It all depends on kind of the mold that you want to, you know, follow. But yeah. that's that's the misconception that so it's one size fits all. It's that everybody's different. Every kid is different. All right. I'm glad that
2: we have now
1: learned about the school system. Just because I dropped my pants 20 years. ago. Yeah, that was. I
0: love how like something funny leads into something kind of like insightful. Oh. That's that's what I love about podcasting. And then the story that Josh said that stuck out to me was the. The one about the uh, well, actually, too, the one with the tail light, and then also you uh, forking the other person's yard. Yeah. The the teacher. Yeah. Handicapped what? Lady who? Oh yeah. Whose
3: brother? Her husband just.
0: Yeah, and her brother so I saw was coming. Like in. I did that on purpose. Yeah. So I was trying to get the teacher, and it ended up not being my teacher. So, but it's funny because I was I was thinking about it the other day. Well, after we started talking about that story, like, I mean, there was about twelve of us in there.
2: Yeah. And so you know, me and Marty, we meet with a lot of a lot of the adolescent boys that come through here. Yeah. And you look at that story, and it's just like, man, we're a bunch of idiots. Like. Yeah, like to do that and to go through that, but like nowadays it's kind of shifted a little bit to where if you did that, your parents might put you in counseling. Mm-hmm. But then I look at like the twelve guys that did that, and three, fourths are actually very, very successful, like human beings. And so yeah. it's just I don't know, it's
0: just a, a weird dynamic now. And I feel like somebody, somebody did something similar. What about? You know, that I was meeting with in sessions says something similar about how they went and they did something and I thought it was I thought it was kinda of funny. But that's the whole reason he was in counseling was because his parents thought that he was just like a delinquent. Yeah. Like uh just defiant. And I'm just like, eh I mean if you listen to my podcast, you probably would switch therapists, but
3: <laughs> I would say that's probably not not exactly defiant,
0: maybe. I don't know. It might be a different perspective, like, from Marty's view on that. or whatever. Marty, can you speak up? We I, can't, I, I can't hear you. I did. I,
3: honestly, because I'm like, my mom would have sent me to counseling. I would realize this is crap. Like, I'm just a kid.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think, see, we don't, I don't really know of anybody that does that stuff like now, like TP and a house or, like, doing that stuff. I wish they did, because it looks so much fun. But nobody, but at least around here, like, Nobody does that, but they should. I, I encourage it. I'm not hearing you for some reason, Morty. Can you hear
1: me now?
0: Yeah, there you go. Um, I can
1: get. We can give you that experience if you want it. Just Let's let do me it. know
0: what your address is. Yeah, we'll do that. Hey, I thought that would be cool. I, I, it's like, well, we
1: go, we'll go hit up your brother.
0: Yeah, do that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he would be. <laughs> Was he one of them that went? Maybe I'm trying to think. A lot of us had her currently,
3: like when we were doing it. So uh, I think everybody that went was in my grade. But I want to say Jordan came over afterwards. He could have been. He could have been there though, because he he had her the year before I did. So.
0: Ah crap! I was going to try to get um, him in trouble. Yeah, you know, he. I mean, don't get me wrong. We've done a lot of stupid stuff as well that I will not talk about. Due to loyalty like, or friendship, but yeah, I mean, it's just like I don't know. I, I, but that's the that's the difference here. Is like to me, and me and Marty's actually had this conversation. To me, it's like kids are going to be kids. Like I don't really see this as an issue. Yeah. Whereas Marty's perspective is this is definitely an issue. And so sometimes, like I gotta understand, my viewpoint's a little bit more skewed. Maybe like a parent's viewpoint, or maybe one is serious that I'm not considering serious, or vice versa. Well, I mean, yeah, I think I think all that goes back to perspective. Like, Marty, like, you've got like two kids, so what'd you do if they did that, or something like that? Again, it, it's it, every you can have the exact same situation and it'd be okay for one and not okay in the other because, like, I want to know what the motive was, like. If my son is hanging out with a bad group of kids, and I know not just because they toilet paper a house, but because they're the sketchy stuff, and I don't want them hanging out, and then they're like picking on somebody with to their toilet paper in their house, or picking on them, to me that's like that could be bullying a little bit. Yeah. Versus, like if it's like, no, nah, this is our best friend, and he just won a state championship, or he's going away from the weekend. And we love him. And we're just messing with him. Hey, I'll buy the toilet paper for you. That's hilarious. Yeah. Like, so to me, like, motive is a big deal.
1: Also, like, did you sneak out in the middle of the night and go do this? Because then it's like, you know, how do your parents feel, feel about that? And so, like, there's some different, I don't know, there's different factors that I feel like has to go into it. Because overall, I'm like, hey, I'm down for a good time. I just don't want anybody to get in trouble or get their feelings hurt.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a really reasonable way to look at it. Because you don't want to just be like, no, you're not doing anything, and. then But at the same time, you can't just be like do anything. So I think I think motive and like the other details surrounding that have a lot to do with that. There were actually a
1: couple times that like my dad knew I was doing something and he let me do it, but then he went behind my back without me knowing it and undid it because he was scared I'd get in trouble. But he knew that like I wasn't trying to do anything bad, and so he was trying to like cover my tail and like let me have fun. But then he undid what I had done so that i wouldn't
0: get in trouble see that's cool man i wish my parents would if my parents did that i would probably do a lot more
1: when i found out i was actually kind of mad because i was like that prank was good and nobody
0: found out about it oh god oh you mean like that oh so like no one knew about it yeah no oh, one. okay like one time me and my friends barricaded the road between my high school with Christmas trees. We got, like, 30 Christmas
1: trees and created a barrier so that the drop-off line couldn't drive through the road. Well, my dad was nervous because it was a public road, and it happened. he thought, like, somehow we could get in trouble. So he got up in the middle of the night after we got back home, and he went, and he moved all the
2: Christmas trees. So, like, when we got to the school, like, there was a huge pile of Christmas trees on
1: the sidewalk.
0: Wow. That's and, crazy. And, like, in my head, it was, man, everybody had to move these trees, and, like, we thought it was funny, but nobody mentioned it. And we're like, oh, no, that's weird. Like, 15 years later, my dad was like, yeah, I'm scared you'd get in trouble, so I went and oh, this tree. So then the school shows up, and <laughs> we like, why are there thirty trees in a pile? <laughs> Which I guess that's kind of funny. That is funny, because, like, I could just imagine them, like, not understanding what was going on. Yeah, that's great. What the, like, <laughs> because uh, we had we had a friend, like w- one of our friends' parents, would to do everything.
3: Uh huh. And so we did ended up forking TPN and Saran Rapper and Bernard when we were seniors, and, and I mean that's kind of destruction of property. But uh, anyway, but but then we asked for our senior prank. His stepdad at the time. And we were like, all right, what did you do? Like, what what did you do? And he's like, oh, let me tell you. He said, you need to cut up some trees. You need to put them at the front door of the school. And
0: then you need to light them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, did he do that? Like that? Like, what, what do you mean? He said,
3: yeah, we just, we piled a bunch of trees up at the front door, lit it on fire. The school almost caught on fire. Like, council called, fire trucks. And it's just like, how, in your perspective, is this like a good idea? But that was just like, yeah, so it it's just
0: all depends on, like, what level this is at here. That's crazy. Well, I'll time for the first round of this little Zoom experience because I don't have Zoom Premium or whatever was about up, so I'm going to end real quick and call you right back, okay? Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And we're back. Thank you for that. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's a big part of it, like you were saying. But, I mean, there's probably a lot of different stuff that y'all did that now you're like, eh. Yeah. Probably I don't want to admit to that. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, but I I think... Yeah, but I'm just talking about, like, what's, like, the stuff on the podcast. Like, y'all probably, like, talk about it on the podcast, and you're like, Yeah How would
3: you feel if Maddox dropped his pants as A-pro? Um
1: breathe <laughs> <laughs> you were not know, in pack of nuts earlier huh. I feel like just one out the to come uh-huh. moment
0: anyway um I mean I would probably uh, it, all, it all depends is he the older one or the younger what I love one sure. what is he the older one or
1: the younger one he's
0: the older one no if my younger
1: one did it it would
0: surprise me oh okay <laughs> He's a ham. <laughs> um, like, my younger one has started calling people. Like, here's, he's pretty
1: smart. Yeah. But, like, he will memorize phone numbers. So, like he's got this friend. <clears throat> to his credit, he asked his friend, he's like, what's your mom's phone number? And he memorized it. And so, like, he'll get my wife's phone. And the other day, he just called his friend's mom.
2: It left a voicemail. What did he say? So, hey, I was just wondering if AJ was available. Could he come over? <laughs> never press her phone number, called her my wife later realizes what's happened, texts her and he's like, Hey, I'm really sorry. I didn't know he was calling you
1: Or he's gotten to the point where he knows how to use Siri. Yeah. And so Brandon Morris, who's been on the show before, mm-hmm. he uh He's got two kids that are my son's age, and he's really good friends with them, Banks and Bradley. And so he'll go, hey, Siri, call Brandon Morris, and he'll call and bring back, hey, what's up? Like, hey, this is Charlie. Can Banks and Bradley come over? We have no clue
0: these conversations are happening. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's kind of funny, Yeah. it's like, yeah. we're going to get ourselves in trouble one day. Yeah, well, didn't he call 911 on y'all? No, he's never called
1: 911.
0: What was the story about the police showing up? That's when Marty slammed on his brakes or something. That's right. Uh, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, It triggered. It's Marty 360. Okay. Yeah, no, that's gonna happen because anytime my son gets hurt, he he'll go
1: (laughs) call 911. I need to go to the hospital. And so I have no doubt that there's gonna be a time where like he gets hurt and he has a phone, he's just gonna call 911 and be like. this is Charlie, and I hurt myself.
2: I need to go to the (laughs) hospital.
0: That's hilarious. Hey, this is Charlie. (laughs) Man, what I did when I was little, I didn't get a phone until I was, like, 14. But what I would do, this is actually kind of creepy looking back, but I remember when I was in, like, first grade, you know, went to a private school. It's only, like, 70 kids. Really small school. So, what you would do, they had, like, a directory, that they sent to all the parents yeah. with every with every teacher's phone number, but also every parent's phone number and their address. For the whole school. Yeah, everybody, everybody, and they had their phone number, their address, and their email on there. So I was just going to school. I used to make people so mad, but I would memorize all of that information and I just tell it to them. It was really creepy. You would memorize people's phone numbers and addresses? Yeah. That's not. Crazy. Oh, it's very creepy. Looking back, but, like, I don't know. I was just a little kid. I thought it was funny because they would get mad, but... I mean, that is kind of funny. Exactly, because I'd just be like... Because I was I also, I was the only... I knew my address and phone number when I was, like, four or five. A lot of kids didn't. So, like, if they didn't, I would just, like, remind them. Like, I don't even know what my address is. I'd be like, it's 123, you know, Southside Street or whatever. And they'd be like, how do you know that? And like you still care. Oh, I, I, a lot of them I do, but, um, yeah, that's, that's hilarious, because I, I, I wasn't, like, that bad of I I wasn't, like, a bad kid when I was little, but I was very, I had a lot of energy, and I felt like a lot of people just, like, didn't understand me, so I was just, like, I was just, like, a silly kid. My, uh, Charlie, my seven-year-old, he, he memorized his address,
2: but he got it wrong a little bit. And so he goes, South Gaffney,
0: Carolina, instead of Gaffney, South Carolina. Gaffney, South Carolina. So every time he says it, he, you know,
2: so-and-so, this road, it's South Gaffney. he goes, and he's like, he adds, like, it's <laughs> like South of Gaffney,
1: Carolina. <laughs> and it's like, it's one of those things that's, like, really cute, but,
0: like, yeah.
2: you probably
1: need to get bright. right, or
2: they're going to be driving to South
0: Gaffney. <laughs> South Gaffney. So the- that's hilarious. Stop it. <laughs> I feel like South Gaffney is like imagine if that's like a like a different kind of area. Right. I don't know. I I was I was always weird about that stuff. I don't know why. Uh another thing that, you know, I wanted to, you know, talk with both of you guys about, you know, you always mix the uh funny in it as well as the, you know, kinda deeper, you know, insightful things as well. And, you know, kind of, so one thing I would ask you both is, you know, what's something that you've been reading lately, or what's something that, you know, you've really been interested in lately? Maybe it's something with, you know, uh, your spiritual life, or maybe something just intellectual that you're into. I'll start with Josh. Uh, uh, I've recently, actually, I just bought three books, so... Uh,
2: that came in this weekend I started reading one of them so one of them uh, I just finished a book called um, The Authority of Scripture by N.T. Wright and I'm starting mm-hmm. three books that are more philosophical
0: mm-hmm. and Christian I guess what's called uh Plato to Christ, how... I've got the, that book. Uh, ...the philosophy Plato influenced Christian living. I've Once got that it's book. called Meditations by... Marcus Aurelius. Roman, uh, Roman, uh, Roman Emperor. Marcus Avelis? Uh, yes. I got that book too. Uh, so, and then the third one is actually, uh, you're going to like, because I know you're a big fan. I've never listened to the guy, but it was on my recommendation list that I was reading about is uh Jordan Peterson's Christ Revealed. Uh-huh. So um uh, those are the three that I'm currently on.
3: Those are some and I good just ones by N.T. Wright. And so as, and then there was another one. But that's kinda the process. But this is this is all new. Yeah. Like I I'm getting a spare. once summertime comes and I can actually like, sit down like at the beach and read, or Sarah's off work, so we have a lot of free time. I read more during the summer, but once the school starts, I usually, it's just
0: podcast. Yeah, I get that. So those are some awesome books, because the Play-Doh one, what got me interested in that one, I read a book called uh, The uh, Cave in the Light, which is basically just, I've talked about this a lot on podcasts before, it's just like a biography of western philosophy especially like from the beginning to now and i was just really fascinated with plato but i kind of saw a lot of similarities of things that happened there and you know most of them weren't really christians but some of those philosophies still kind of trickled over into christianity whether or not from the bible but just kind of see later on in the history of the church you can see some of those kind of plugged in there so yeah i got that at barnes and i actually got that and meditations by marcus well i got that the same day at barnes and noble and Meditations, I have read a little bit of that. I really enjoy that because Gladiator is like my favorite movie. Yeah. So, and that's who the guy is in Gladiator. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I just see a lot of wisdom in that. Reading Meditations almost reminds me of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, excuse me, when uh, King Solomon wrote that. Because both of them are kings, but they're writing their wisdom out. And what you see then is you'll see that with like people like King David, who was, you know, very artistic and musical at the same time as a king. And I found that really interesting, because when you think of kings today, you think of they're just kings, but actually had a lot of wisdom, and they were very uh, philosophical. They would write, and they were artistic and talented. They would do music and things like that. So I was just fascinated with that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm, 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 I'm kind of a philosophy geek after reading a couple of
3: books, and so...
0: I actually ordered them in this room last week, so I wanted to know that we were
1: doing some fish. But that's great. We I'm doing something. Yeah, that's awesome. What about you? Well, Josh also walked in with the apocrypha the other day.
0: Oh so wow! You just no, grace no, no, on that it's one. It's actually in yeah, here, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. That. That's, awesome. Right. that's super cool. Books, not, so. The Book of Enoch's in that, right? Yeah, I've I've yeah, that's interesting. What do you think um, of that? I think I've read what did I
2: just finish reading? Um I just finished
1: a book. However uh oh. I have been on two two wavelengths here. One is I've been on like a how to make
0: financially wise and wealth based decisions? So I read this book that's really, really popular called "Rich Dad Poor Dad." Yeah, by uh Wabo yes. Teosaki, a Yes, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And so it's basically the catchphrase "Rich Dad
0: Poor Dad" more of a, a mental process than a reality.
2: Yeah, uh, and he talks about like how people that are wealthy, the decisions they make compared to the lessons that people that offer, operate from a poverty mindset, basically the decisions they make. Anyway, so that was a really good
1: book. That was challenging. More on a spiritual note, though, one what, thing what I've been chewing on, I haven't landed on like a, an absolute point with it is we've been walking through Genesis mm. at church, and the thing that kind of really stood out to me was in Genesis chapter 3, you have the fall, right?
2: So regardless of how you conceptualize, it's this moment in history where, you know, God has made perfection, and then through temptation and sin, you know, you have this deviation from God's plan, and forever changes the trajectory of human history kind of thing. Well, the thing that was interesting to me is oftentimes as, like, Christians, and even not as Christians, like guess in society, we talk about, like, right and wrong, good yeah. and bad, and how you shouldn't make this decision, you should make this decision, or how does somebody go from making a good decision to a bad decision, and we create these, like, dichotomies and I think what we fail to appreciate, which
1: you see in Genesis chapter 3, is that the devil, in the form of a serpent, didn't come to Adam and Eve and say, hey, go make this bad decision. Yeah. What he did was he introduced the idea of doubt. That was the right decision really the right decision? Or could there be another decision that's also good? And he just he just implemented this like, seed of doubt. And how like, in life... Like, that's true. Like, we don't often just say, hey, let me go make a bad decision. But what we'll do is we'll say, we can make a good decision. But is it really that big of a deal if I do it a little bit different? If I do this small little change, and what happens is we shift and we make a small compromise, and over time, it takes us to a really bad place. And the whole time, we feel like we haven't compromised at all because it's been one step at a time. And the whole time, we're still far more, we feel like the good decision and less the change. And over time, we, we change to that and how really that is a, a tactic that we, we deal with. is just doubt. And it's doubt being inserted. Like, is this really that big a deal? Or
0: can I do something different? And that's how oftentimes we slip to a an unhealthy place. So that's been my recent honoring. Wow, that's deep, man. That's really deep because the way I think about it is, you know, and I'm probably guilty of this myself sometimes, where I think, you know, I'm somebody that I really have to understand the meaning of something if I'm really going to follow it. So I have to see the purpose and meaning behind that. So if I'm doing something, I say, okay, well, if I was to do this, how is this really going to affect anything? Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, like, I think in, you know, when you look at the fall, you know, Adam and Eve, I really don't see where they had bad intentions. They weren't trying to go against, I mean, they did go against God. They were trying to, but they didn't. They weren't purposefully trying to disrespect right. God and go against God. What they allowed was they allowed, you know, the no. serpent, you know, however you envision that, as to tempt them and saying, "And, eh, did God really mean that? No, if God really loves you, he would want you to, you know, be like him. And they said, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. So they, and they and get can
1: take you down a lot of rabbit holes because, you know, there's a whole argument of, well, God knows my heart, and so if my motivations are right, then that's all that matters. It's like, well, what if Adam and Eve's motivation's wrong in the disobedience? I don't know. You know, and I mean it can take you down
0: some rabbit uh, holes too like you were saying, like, well, I can end up just trying to rationalize everything away. Yeah. You know, by saying, Does it really hurt? Is it really that big of a deal? Can I find a way? And then it's like my motives are kind of off at that anyway, I don't know, it's just been kinda of fun to chew on. Absolutely. That is super fun. I enjoy that. Because you know,
1: doubt's also a good thing. Like, I feel like questioning stuff is valuable. I agree. You know, and so it kind, of, it kind of rubs on me from different directions.
0: Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with what you're saying. You know, for me, if I could just, you know, share a little thing. One thing that I was kind of convicted of recently, you know, I, I enjoy reading. I read a lot of books. So I kind of took a, like, a, just a break from it because I really just didn't have time to just sit down and read, you know, a couple-to-couple couple book. But I started doing this Bible reading plan with uh, some other guys where it's like you read a certain passage of Scripture every day. And I have really enjoyed that. I've really felt strengthened through that because I realized, you know, I really haven't read the Bible like I should. Like, I've I've read some parts of the Bible, but I've never really intentionally gotten into Scripture and truly, you know, take that seriously. So, really, for the first time in my life, at almost 16, you know, I've really— Taken that seriously, and I have truly seen the benefit and just really enjoyed doing that. So it's like yeah. three chapters a day. I read one in the morning, one at midday, and then one before uh, I go to bed. But we did all the Gospels, and we did Genesis, Exodus, one Leviticus this week. And oh, I've really that's thrilling. Oh, yeah, it's it's quite entertaining. But, um... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those. Leviticus, man, I don't, it I don't, will. That'll perk up your day. It will, especially, like, the full, like basically, you know, the false seven chapters or basically just the story of this guy making sacrifices to Aaron, Aaron's yeah. sons, and I'm just reading it, and, you know, like, when you read the Gospels, it's like, and this might make me sound like a bad Christian by saying this, but when you read the Gospels, it sounds really, you know, adventurous, and you, just, you really feel just the spirit in that, but when I was reading, and even in Genesis and Exodus, but when I was reading Leviticus, it's like, right now it just sounds like, you know, a guy beating up a cow. You know, I'm not really getting a lot of amens there, but I see the importance of it. I see that, you know, it really shows me the holiness of God through that and just how important that is. It's like God is so holy that, you know, they had to do all this just to get to him. But at the same time, I'm more thankful for salvation and the cross there because it's okay. Because of that, he loved us so much that to kind of get rid of that, he sent his son. And it's like, I love that. That's what I get out of it. But you have to place it in the greater picture of the gospel to be able to appreciate it, because just verse to verse, it can sometimes feel ridiculous or even boring at times when yes. you're going through genealogies. And yeah.
1: So you have to be able to place it within the greater context to find the appreciation for it.
0: Absolutely, I, I couldn't agree more, Josh. What did you think about the Apocrypha? Uh, that's actually what I mean. he hadn't read it. He hasn't. It. Uh, the NT, the NT, NTRI Authority of Scripture. I actually mentioned what Marty just said, where it's like
3: it's necessary for the time it was necessary, but it's not necessary anymore. Like Leviticus was necessary for the time it was necessary, and then in the end of, it, just like a story, it has a climax and then it's over. And so it, it did what it was supposed to do, what it was supposed to do it, and now it's not really, it's not relevant. It is relevant in the sense of like reading the overview story of christianity and christ yeah. but it's not public it and, and dissecting and understanding the law and like obviously i mean we, we ain't doing this stuff like in leviticus it literally draws out how to like distribute uh because i had multiple wives back then i was like how to distribute your possessions to the children that you have on multiple wives? yeah like, it yeah brings What was so that? that
0: what hey. You do you? The only thing I you know you. That I've actually read was the Revelation of Peter, which was, mm. uh, it was between the Revelation of John and the Revelation of Peter, which one went into the Bible. And I was just reading Peter's version according to John's Yeah, wow. There's like
3: 50 books
2: in there.
0: Yeah, I know. It's a lot. Yeah, I would do that. I mean, you know, my pastor has the apocrypha, and I kind of went down a rabbit hole about that just like a couple days, a couple months ago, and I found it very interesting. So, that's what, I, that's what I mean I love, and I I love what Morty said about how it all plays into a big old picture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, gang. Well, I got to get a haircut at like 1230, but I'm going to ask... Uh, Oh, I did. It's just going back. I got a big haircut.
1: Well, how short is it going today?
0: Mmm, about what it was last time. It was like uphill last time. It was like right up here. Okay. Yeah. No, I was, you probably it probably doesn't look like I got one at all. But yeah, I did.
1: Get a haircut once a year, whether you need it or not.
0: No, I get I get a couple. But you know, I grew it out. I didn't get my haircut from like April, March, April of 2021 to January. So. Dang yeah it was Uh, a lot well I had one more question I had one more question oh go ahead okay 100 episodes in what's your vision for the next 100 episodes survival I don't know we we probably don't strategize like we should yeah and so um that is TBD, to be determined. That's great. Keep it up. As long as y'all keep it up, I'm good.
1: All right. We'll, we'll try to make you happy,
0: Cameron. All right. Thank you. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. I always love talking to y'all.
3: You bet. Man, just let us know.
0: Absolutely. I'll see you. Hey, I want to take this time to tell you about our sponsor, Wise File Cafe and Bookstore. Wise File Cafe is located on 114 North Shelby Street, Blackswalk, South Carolina. Uh, you can look at their menu at wisefilecafe.com, and continue to uh visit their place if you have if you already uh if not be sure to check them out when you're in town. Uh, thank you.